Hey there, parents and kids. It's Mr. J, and I am once again joined by Miss Andy, our preschool director here at Open Door. We want to welcome you to another episode of Wise for Salvation, the podcast aimed at initiating conversations between kids and parents around the Word of God. 2 Timothy 3.15, the scriptures are able to make us wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. What a wonderful salvation it is. Parents, hopefully this podcast is helping you to have more conversations with your kids about God's word. In the car, around the dinner table, breakfast table, family devotion time, wherever. Get into God's word and let God's spirit do the work of opening your eyes to how good God is. Right. I'm excited to have Miss Andy with us. She's going to lead our lesson time. So so for the next few minutes, we're going to explore God's Word together. Uh, parents and kids, we want you to listen to these podcasts together. And then at the end, we're going to give you a question to discuss and explore. Okay. So the title of our episode is To Argue or Not to Argue. And today I'd like to really think about the way that we speak to our family and friends, especially those people in our lives that don't know Jesus. Before we dive in, let's read 2 Timothy 2, 23 through 25. Reject foolish and ignorant arguments because you know that they lead to quarrels. The Lord's servant must not quarrel, but must be gentle to everyone, able to teach and patient, instructing his opponents with gentleness. Perhaps God will grant them repentance, leading them to the knowledge of the truth. So this past Sunday, we heard about how the Pharisees were trying to trick Jesus with different questions and arguments. But first of all, who were the Pharisees? You've probably heard about them in different Bible stories, and they're typically the bad guys, or at least the guys with really bad attitudes. But one thing it's important to learn, and hopefully your teachers have talked about this before, is the Pharisees were not bad guys. They were the religious leaders. They were the ones that knew scripture inside and out. They could teach it to the people. They were the ones that were serving in the temple. People would come to them with their questions about God. People would come to them with their problems, just like we go to our teachers and our pastors for help. So what's going on here? Why are the good guys trying to trick Jesus? And why did the Pharisees think Jesus was the bad guy? Why isn't everyone on the same team? Now, the Pharisees knew the Old Testament inside and out. They knew all the stories about the prophets, that they had been rejected. They knew the warnings about turning away from sin. They also knew the prophets' promises about a Messiah or a Savior that was going to come and, and save everyone. And there was a lot of messages about the Messiah, and the Pharisees were on the lookout for him. So why didn't they know who Jesus really is? They were expecting someone different, someone powerful and strong and ready to fight like a great soldier. Well, Jesus wasn't like that, so they didn't recognize him. They thought he was more of a troublemaker. And what does a troublemaker do? Well, they make trouble. So they didn't want Jesus around. The Pharisees were incredibly intelligent, well-educated men. I'm pretty sure that they were used to winning all of the arguments. So when they would approach Jesus in crowds of people, they wanted the people to see Jesus lose and to see them win. But no one knows the word better than Jesus because Jesus is the word. Jesus turned it around every time and stumped them. But unfortunately, the Pharisees were so stuck in their arguments, even after they were stumped, they still couldn't hear what Jesus had to say. 
And here's one thing I want to pull out of all of this, maybe help you think it through, maybe in a little bit of a different way that you haven't thought of before. When the Pharisees approached Jesus, they came to argue. They didn't come to listen or learn or to hear anything new. They only wanted to win. And that's the thing about arguing. Even if you are 100% saying the right thing, it'll be hard for the other person to hear it and accept what you're saying because it's probably not being said in love. Arguers tend to become stubborn and then frustrated, and then they can't hear what the other person has to say. Now, we're supposed to share with people around us about Jesus and what he has done for us. Sometimes people like to argue about this. Now, if I get the opportunity to share with someone about Jesus, I'm tempted to think that I need to know all of the answers first. I want to get my argument straight in my head. But the Pharisees show us that knowing all the answers and being a good arguer is not the best way to share ideas. Speaking with patience and gentleness and being ready to listen can open a much wider door for someone to hear the good news about Jesus. It's God that saves, not our argument. Just like in the verses that I read before, the Lord's servant must not quarrel, but be gentle to everyone, able to teach and patient, instructing his opponents with gentleness. Perhaps God will grant them repentance, leading them to the knowledge of the truth. God, I thank you so much for the gift of your word and that we can know the truth. Please help us as we speak to those around us. Help us to speak with gentleness and with love and help us think of the other person first. Thank you. Thank you for Jesus and for his example for our lives. And in Jesus' name, I pray all these things. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Ms. Andy. That was fantastic. Now, uh, parents and kids, here is the question we want to send you off with. Do you think it's scary to tell someone about Jesus? Why do you think that is? What's one way you could be brave? Okay, so it's a, it's a three-parter. First, do you think it's scary to tell someone about Jesus? Second, why do you think that is? And thirdly, what's one way you could be brave? <laughs>